Hi, you guys, and welcome to the Fruit and Flourishing podcast. Whether this is your first time here or you've been along for the entire journey, I am so happy you're here. My name is Lisa Madison. I'm the owner of The Flourishing Space, where I offer one-on-one mental health, mindset, and eating disorder recovery coaching for youths and teens, as well as adults. I strive to create awareness surrounding mental health and eating disorders, and I guide individuals to live a full, happy, and healthy life. So thank you for being a part of this journey. I am so thankful to be a part of yours. While I have you here, be sure to follow my Instagram and Facebook at The Flourishing Space. There's also now a private Facebook group designed for members to provide and find support, post wins and goals, and just overall an atmosphere of positivity. So if you'd like to join, it's on Facebook under The Flourishing Space Mental Health Coaching Group. And for more information about what I offer, check out my website, theflourishingspace.ca. Don't forget to leave this podcast a rating and review as it is so much appreciated and good karma will come your way. It really helps the show out, which helps get out more information and knowledge and awareness. So that would just be so damn lovely. All right, enough of that. Let's get into it. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week, a wonderful day, wonderful morning, afternoon, night, whatever time of day it is. I hope you're feeling positive and motivated. And if not, I'm going to send you some of my love and my positivity and a big ass virtual hug because every day it's looking like we're going to be virtual for a long ass time. But hey, at least we have that to keep us sane through these times. That being said, what are you guys doing to stay sane right now? Where I live, we're going into an even stricter lockdown, I think. And although I don't fully agree with the way they're handling things in, this, in the sense that like I don't feel like they're doing enough still, but you know, that's a topic for another podcast, we still have to do things to keep us sane. I myself have been really taking advantage of my morning routine. I think for a while I was really adjusted to my routine and my morning that I was kind of giving... I was giving up some of the stuff that really helps my day out. So I'm getting that back a little bit. I started getting up a bit earlier than normal um, and I'll fit in a workout or even just some type of movement, whether it be a yoga class, a high intensity workout, or honestly just a stretch. I've started having my ashwagandha again and writing in my journal and having a good filling breakfast. So I find that's really been helping me and it's been really good for me. Um, And not to say I didn't do all that before, but I think a little bit, I just kind of was teetering with it. Like some days I wouldn't, some days I would, but I find that when I really push for that solid morning routine, I have such a better day and my head is just so much more clear. So I've been really consistent with it lately. So I hope you guys have been finding a sense of routine or at least something that keeps your brain happy and your soul happy during these times. I am very, very excited about today's episode. I have my tea with me. Um, a blanket wrapped around me because I'm cold, but I'm just kind of bundled up and comfortable right now as I get into this topic. But before I get into this episode, I am going to be putting out a trigger warning here. I will be discussing eating disorders and discussing topics on different types of eating disorders, body image, exercising, and mental health. So if any of this at all is triggering to you in any way, please sit this one out. I'm rooting for you always, and I will see you in the next one. (music) 
Today's episode is brought to you by one of my favorite snacks of all times, Kind Bars. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real, recognizable ingredients. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo, to shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that is why we are teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring fruit and flourishing listeners 10% or 15% off for teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind, that's podgo.co slash kind, to get your discount. I can't say it enough, guys. I love Kind Bars. I've been eating them for years, and it's always nice knowing the snacks you're consuming are healthy and nutrient-dense. So thank you so much to Podgo and Kind for supporting the Fruit and Flourishing podcast. All right, guys. So let me just say, this is a subject that I've wanted to talk about a little more in depth. I've been wanting to record a full episode on it for a while. I talk about it here and there, but I just really wanted to dive into it um, because this is a topic that I'm very passionate about and careful about. I wanted to make sure that I've done my research and I just wanted to make sure that I got input from others as well who are actually kind of in this scenario. So I've always known there is a problem with what is taught in schools and health classes and what society knows about eating disorders or doesn't know about eating disorders, even what doctor's offices know. But I did not realize how dangerous and disturbing it actually is. I meant to record this podcast a couple days ago. But then I wanted to hear some more from my followers and I've been receiving information about this subject literally up until a couple minutes ago. And I won't lie, yesterday while I was reading some of these things, it literally brought me to tears. And at first I was crying or I thought I was crying because I'm on my period and I'm really emotional. But then I realized like, no, this is an issue and this needs to be talked about. This had a major effect on my life and the amount of people and the young people it's affecting now is just so very wrong. So let me take a sip of my tea. I am relaxed. I will not yell. I will not cry. Here we go. Anyways, I put on my Instagram um, story, I asked my followers to send me what they assumed or what was taught to them about eating disorders just from school or society in general. And this was a super non-judgmental question. There's no wrong answer whatsoever because I too had a completely different view on eating disorders before I developed a serious one in my early 20s. So thank you to everyone who did submit their perspective on this and everything they learned about and how they feel about it. I was able to have so many amazing conversations and I think it was a way for all of us to come together and realize this is a bigger problem than we thought. So let's just go, I'm just going to kind of go like through my notes here and touch on some of these assumptions that people had. And I just want to let everybody know the majority of these things that were said to me, I am totally on their side. Like I, I thought that too. I was taught that as well. So it's a lot of, a lot of similar things going on. The first one I wanted to talk about was said by a lot of people, me being one of them. 
And that is that there are, we were taught that there are only two types of eating disorders. And let's get into this. We were taught in school that the two eating disorders one could develop are anorexia and bulimia. But it wasn't just that. We were taught that in order to have bulimia, you had to be eating and then throwing it up. And to be anorexic, you had to not eat literally anything and you were skin and bones, like literally skin and bones. I can still see the pictures that they showed us to display this. I remember where I was sitting in that portable and health class and what I was looking at. I remember it all. So, sorry, I need some tea. A few problems with this. Number one, we are completely not recognizing all of the types of eating disorders out there that people struggle with. Binge eating and overeating is a huge one that so many people battle with. And like talk about a mental barrier to overcome that. My God, what about orthorexia? When I was told that I could be dealing with orthorexia, I distinctly remember saying, what the hell is that? Because I've never heard about it. That word, did you just make that up? Like I had no idea what that was. Restrictive eating, chewing and spitting, even pika, which is eating things that are not labeled as food, just to name a few. Number two, Not recognizing these types of eating disorders is a cause for people to become sicker. If they don't know what's going on in their head and they don't fit the air quotes criteria of anorexia or bulimia, then how are they supposed to acknowledge what is going on as an eating disorder or a mental illness in general? Which then leads me to another point. You're teaching two types of eating disorders and how they're portrayed. So again, I was taught that anorexia meant no food at all and nothing to your body and bulimia meant eating something and throwing it up. So when I think back to my days of struggling the hardest I ever was, where I was still consuming a little bit of food and I didn't think I looked like just skin and bones and I wasn't throwing up, but I was exercising whatever I did eat off. It was because I was taught that I was not sick enough. I was taught that I'm either fine and should keep living like that, or if I have an eating disorder, then I have to eat less and do more. And then maybe, just maybe, I'll fit the criteria. And then here's another thing. When I was diagnosed with anorexia by my doctor, I was rejected from the eating disorder recovery program for being too sick. I'm just not seeing the logic here. There's an imbalance. Um, and you guys got to start talking to each other. I work with people who struggle with binge eating disorder, which is one of the most common types of eating disorders, yet no one talks about it. Instead, they're told to go on a diet. They are told that they need to eat less because it is dangerous for them to be that way. They are told that they're disgusting. They are told that they don't deserve happiness because of the way they look. Because it's never taught as an eating disorder, excuse me, it's never taught as a mental illness. It is taught as an unhealthy lifestyle that only a diet can fix. Another one that was sent to me was, I assumed it was for girls who want to be skinny and think that they're fat when they're not. I don't think we learned about it. This is a very fair assumption and one one I thought as well, honestly. I never knew eating disorders were a mental illness until I couldn't control my thoughts anymore. 
When I saw other people struggle, I judged them because I thought they were just being silly because I did not know that this could actually be more than just seeing a picture of a celebrity and wanting to look like them. I didn't know that eating disorders have the highest death rate among all mental illnesses and like all mental illnesses, it is not a choice. It's not taught in school that all body types and all sexes struggle with an eating disorder. All of them. Let me say that again. All body types and all sexes can struggle with an eating disorder. I know men who have and still do struggle and it's unfortunate because they are too afraid to speak out because they're taught to believe this is a female problem. We're all taught to believe this is a female problem. We're taught to believe this is a female model or ballerina problem. I'm telling you right now, from me to you, your body type, your size, your sex does not determine if you are allowed to struggle or not. Your body type, your size, your sex does not determine if you are allowed to struggle or not. I had someone send me, I remember a judgmental parent assuming I had one when I was six years old, which is another problem and goes back to the whole body type of it all. It has allowed society to use eating disorders as an adjective and a way to judge others. When are we going to stop using mental illnesses to describe somebody's look? Can we just, can we leave that in 2020? Here's where it really started to get me. And once I started reading through these, and even again, before when I was kind of reading through my notes, I like, I just broke down. Um, So I'm just going to read these word for word, obviously anonymous, but these were just sent to me. So I'm just going to read them word for word. High school health class briefly talked about them, but never went into depth. I feel like it was truly not talked about. It was only healthy eating and that's it. We didn't really talk about healthy relationships with our bodies or food. We only learned about starving yourself. We had little to no education on eating disorders. I didn't realize I had one until I was in university. We only heard that eating disorders were stemmed from insecurities. They always talked about healthy eating and that junk food is bad and we should avoid it at all costs. I remember they made us monitor what we ate in a week and record it, and we got graded on our choices, and we had to share that with the class. I'm not coming for any teachers here. I know you have a job, and I know you have a, to follow a curriculum to an extent. Um, just putting that out there. I'm not, I'm not here to bash any teachers. A lot of this stuff that they are teaching, like, yes, this is this is you know, yeah, sure. Eating disorders can stem from insecurities. Absolutely. Um, it's just things that are wrong and, and not acknowledged enough. That's, that's where the problem is. So keep in mind, you are teaching the future here. You are teaching young, vulnerable and developing brains and what you say matters Mental illness was barely talked about when I was growing up, but oh my God, look at the year we're in and the fact that this is happening and it's even worse than when I was younger. I graduated from high school, um, holy shit, almost 10 years ago. That's, that's gross. (laughs) And it was like briefly talked about, but the fact that like it's 2021, what are you doing? Get with the times here. 
Here's the thing. I work with a lot of preteens and teens, whether that be my clients or dancers, even kids I used to babysit that I still keep in contact with. I work with teens because I have I have this strong relation and this strong faith in all of them. And they're the future. And I think they're so underestimated. And I think their feelings are underestimated. Mental illness rates, including anxiety, depression, and eating disorders are skyrocketing. And these kids aren't getting the proper education to help that. Over the past decade, studies have shown that children under the age of 12 struggle with anorexia. Children under age 12 struggle with anorexia. What they are being taught right now is stepping stones on how to develop an eating disorder. Being taught that all food is bad food and to stay away from it is a stepping stone to an eating disorder. Being taught to track your food intake, count your calories, and be graded based on that is a good stepping stone to an eating disorder. Not talking about it at all is a bigger problem. Like, again, we're in 2021. Everything is so outdated. These kids are now stuck at home in a worldwide pandemic. They're staring at screens all day and then scrolling social media. Why isn't mental illness talked about? And we're talking, we are talking about kids and teens here. It's not as easy for them to acknowledge what's happening in their brain and to then express themselves. It's not easy for them to acknowledge something is wrong, especially when they don't have the information to back it up. It's not as easy for them to say, hey, I need to talk to to someone professional and pick up the phone and call. Teaching the importance of healthy food and moving your body. Yes, I am all for that. But there has to be a better way to go about this. Why can't we start teaching them about having a healthy relationship with food and their body, learning to appreciate their bodies, teaching them how to fuel properly, and also teaching them that we're human. They're going through puberty literally going through puberty. They are developing right now. They are becoming men and they are becoming women. If they want a goddamn chocolate milkshake and a large fry, that is more than okay. Why can't we teach them to listen to their bodies instead of ignoring their hunger cues and shaming themselves for such a normal part of life? Instead of giving them a food guide, give them a goddamn sheet of positive self-affirmations to say to themselves every day. Educators forget how impressionable young minds are. As if school friends and now a pandemic isn't enough can we at least try to limit the stress of the body image struggles as a society we have to do better as humans we have to do better as educators we have to do better if i knew now what i knew in high school well i'm always grateful for everything that has happened in my life but it just hurts me to see others go through it we need to protect the future. We need to protect these kids, these teenagers, these adults. We need to support each other. We need to learn and teach properly. We can't be afraid to let new information in and send new information out. It has to get better. It has to be talked about. We need to teach everyone to love themselves and their bodies. We need to teach everyone that they are unique and beautiful and there's a way to live a healthy, full life. And we need to help them get there. To anyone listening to this who may be younger or just has been told something unproductive, I'm going to tell you this. Your feelings, no matter your age, are completely validated. You have full permission. You have full permission to feel how you feel. 
and you have people, including myself, who are listening and are rooting for you and they are there for you. You do not need to be a certain age to feel. You do not need to be a certain age to struggle. You're stronger than you think. I know how strong you are and I believe in you always. I promise you, you will be safe. (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, no. (coughs) Don't don't get emotional. I don't care if I have to change into or charge into every school in the world and scream it through a microphone. You will be safe. The future is bright if we let it be. Thank you guys for being on this journey with me. For one-on-one eating disorder, recovery, mental health, and mindset coaching, please visit my website, theflourishingspace.ca, or email me at theflourishingspace at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow all the socials and to leave this podcast a rating and review. For today's affirmation, I will say it twice. On the second time, say it in your head, or even better, say it out loud. I am heard. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am heard, I am strong, I am beautiful. All right, guys, have an amazing rest of the week. Stay happy, stay healthy, eat your fruit, and keep flourishing. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>